Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1070. Disordered eating no longer controls me, but that doesn't mean I never struggle. Part two by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil your host and narrator. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs covering fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. And then on Fridays, I do something a little different. I answer your questions right here on the show. Now, today's post is part two from yesterday. So if you're new here or skipping around, I'd recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. That's episode 1069. But if you're all caught up, Let's jump right in and hear part two and continue optimizing your life. Disordered eating no longer controls me, but that doesn't mean I never struggle. Part two by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. Not going back to disordered eating. Though some struggles are inevitable, I won't return to obsessive disordered eating habits. I'm going to discuss some of the main things I do and don't do and important lessons to quickly recall when old habits try to pry into my mind. Avoidance is useful. Restrictive diets, venomous snakes, someone spraying their surrounding area like a sprinkler because they don't cover their mouth when coughing, any dish that includes beets. My response to these things is the same and immediate. I make haste in the opposite direction. I do the same with anything that led to or exacerbated disordered eating habits. Avoiding what got me there in the first place is helpful. Obsessing over making the best choices with every meal, being too restrictive, dichotomous thinking, like only eating clean foods, and by default, labeling everything else as dirty and bad. Putting too much emphasis on my physical appearance and not on how I feel. Berating myself for less than ideal food choices. Feeling guilty for eating my favorite foods. Thinking my way to failure. Those have no place in my life. There is an exception to this rule. The past few months, I've been running a muscle building program and weigh myself occasionally. 
I knew tracking my weight could easily cause negative thoughts to bubble up like they did in the past when I stepped on the scale. But I remind myself that it's just a number, a data point. I can choose to remove any emotional element related to that innocent number. Just because something used to disturb you doesn't mean it must always have that power. You can defeat it. Lesson. Know what works best for you and avoid what doesn't. Old habits can be defeated with patience and persistence. Talk about the struggles. A few weeks ago, I found myself stumbling and felt the old familiar tug of bad mental conversations and I told my wife about it. Immediately, once I aired the frustrations verbally, I felt better, I felt lighter. Just getting it out of my head put everything into perspective so I could focus on what was important and let go of what wasn't. Lesson, have someone to confide in when your brain is giving you a hard time. Don't dig the hole deeper and deeper and deeper. When my life was ruled by obsessive eating habits, my brain would rationalize I screwed up. So if I ate a small piece of dessert, I would say I screwed up by eating this bad food, so I'll just keep eating it until it's gone. So that small piece would turn into two more larger pieces and then a string of less than ideal choices because, hey, I already screwed up, so what difference did it make if I kept going? That irrational response was akin to falling in a hole, deciding not just to spend time in it, but to grab a shovel and make it deeper and deeper. If that old mental habit creeps up, I catch it and quickly change direction. That cake was incredible. I enjoyed it, there's nothing bad about it, and there's no need to eat more. I also remind myself that if I eat more, even though I'm satisfied, I'll end up uncomfortably full, and that never feels good. I will stumble into a hole on occasion by eating a few too many tasty Halloween or Easter candies, but once I realize I'm there, I choose not to keep digging. I don't keep eating more and proceed to climb out of the hole and walk forward. Lesson, just stop digging. Get out of the all or nothing cycle of destruction. Eating good for every meal, all the time, or giving up completely at the slightest setback or less than ideal decision. Sound familiar? I've seen too many people swing aggressively from obsessively watching what they eat to not caring about what they put in their mouth because the former mentally exhausted them. Nutrition is not an all-or-nothing lifestyle. Moderation and flexibility are the solutions, and not demanding the impossible, relentless perfection from yourself. Lesson, perfection. Do the most important things most of the time. Make success as easy as possible. I keep myself set up for success by not needlessly testing my willpower. I know what foods are easy for me to overeat, and I don't keep them in the house. They're not forbidden by any means, but if I really want that food, I go buy a serving and enjoy it. Our home is stocked with nutrient-dense foods we love, so cooking great meals and having healthy snacks isn't a chore. They're always right there within reach. Furthermore, I identified situations that were likely to trigger old habits and created a simple, specific plan to handle them. For instance, eating food directly from a bag or container easily turns into me eating half of it. My plan for packaged foods? Put a serving in a bowl or on a plate and put away the rest. Lesson. Make the things you want to do the easy things to do. Don't wing it with situations that previously led to disordered eating habits. Don't just rely on willpower. 
identify situations that create problems and have a plan for how to face them. The goal for me isn't to attain some elusive state of normal when it comes to food, whatever that means. Knowing I may always have to be vigilant and keep old habits at bay is fine with me. I aim to build upon productive habits, to replace those that don't serve me with ones that do, to continue getting better at identifying struggles and handling them promptly, and remembering that the main purpose of nutrition and fitness is to help me live my best possible life. Obsessive, disordered eating habits or anything resembling them clashes with that objective. Note, if you're battling disordered eating, find a qualified professional who specializes in your specific issue and get on the fast track to recovery. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Disordered Eating No Longer Controls Me, But That Doesn't Mean I Never Struggle, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to repeat something Nia mentioned. She said, nutrition is not an all-or-nothing lifestyle. Moderation and flexibility are the solutions. This reminded me of the patients I would see on Monday mornings specifically. They would often have guilty looks on their faces. Why? Well, many of these folks were trying to manage their weight, and the weekend was a barrier to their progress. Two and a half days of healthy eating amnesia, where alcohol and sodas flowed like water, and not a single food was in its original, whole, unprocessed state. So after admitting this to me, usually not right away, but after some trust building, they had to trust I wouldn't get angry at them, I would reassure them that the weekend didn't completely derail all of the progress they had made. Instead, I wanted them to feel proud. Proud of the fact that they came to see me after all of this happened. Because this made it clear to me that they were ready to move on and continue pursuing their goals. That's the most important thing. As Nia said, Nutrition is not an all-or-nothing lifestyle. If we can follow the plan we have set for ourselves most of the time, a little blip here and there of not-so-nutritious foods likely won't make a difference in the long run. And in fact, we're gonna discuss this topic a bit more in a couple of days on our Saturday show. So, to hear more about that, definitely come back and listen to episode 1072. Because remember, it's all about progress, not perfection. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday if you're listening in real time, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.